five cast. Kings of Come At You Live, which you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I have with me Theo and Anthony and Joe. All right, I'm Andre. Anthony, welcome back. Yes, sir. Feels like every other week you're just never here. Uh, it's nice to take vacations. You trying to be like Chris? <laughs> uh oh. Listen, my record compared to Chris is like <laughs> it's it's night and day, man. He has to drop off a cliff to be on Chris's record <laughs> for a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> well. Let's just get to it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no small talk. No, no it's late. It is late. It's late. Let's get into it. It is my fault, y'all. Sorry. Sorry also. <laughs> make no apologies. You have nothing to apologize for. Exactly. Damn right. Theo, what are you playing? Um, since you and I are playing the same game, I'm going to skip that and just quickly touch on... I played the beta to Monster Hunter World. Yeah. This past week, I wanted to download it, but internet doesn't work. So yeah, uh, I actually hit you up and be like, "Yo, my center is out. We doing this?" He's like, "Yeah." And then <laughs> I got home, and you did you did the Theo thing, and it was like, eh, "Whatever." Hey, I gotta, I gotta pay you back sometime, right? <laughs> got him. Um, <laughs> you see where all of Capcom money went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game. Yeah. Play the game where Capcom oh. poured their entire budget into. Which, on one hand, is smarter than them. Yeah, this is their number one it selling is, It is their yeah. number one selling franchise. Wait, and really? Yeah. yeah. By, by, by a large margin. Wow. This, is, this is that game. I never knew that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And that was, that was it on the 3DS, which it, it propped up the PSP, then it propped up the 3DS. So it is, this is a very important game for Capcom. Okay. So it coming to console and being um, a lot more user friendly and a lot more digestible as opposed to that game is very obtuse. The 3DS version, at least, I put a, a few hours into the PSP um, version. Every version of Monster. Every version of Monster. Four, four was the la- four was one that you could get into, but it's still super fucking obtuse. But this one, I'm a Charge Blade user. The moment I got in there, I was like, all right, yo, I know how to do combos. They have like a little combo wheel on the top of the screen. You could heal now that you, you could heal as you're moving, which is something that I didn't know. I didn't think I would like because in my head it's like, oh, that's not that's not the true monster under thing. You got to run away from the monster and heal. But in this is like, nah, man, fucking heal while you're moving. You could shoot while you're moving. Capcom put their heart and soul into this game. You can tell. Because they didn't put any soul into anything else. <laughs> it is it is beautiful. It it doesn't as, as somebody who's played like pretty much all the Monster Hunters, um, barring the first one. Like I played the PSP one to um, some extent, the Wii one to some extent, and the 3DS one to a larger extent. It feels surreal seeing this like beautiful HD on a console. And I, I said to my friend, me and uh, um, friend of the show, Jason Lee, we played together, and I said to him, I was like, listen. The the place that Destiny is in right now, Monster Hunter is primed to just sweep that up. They should. This oh, really? Is, this they is, really should. This is there are oh, people wow. that I know um, that are playing Destiny that is like kind of over it that played this and was like this is fucking fun, and like it's weird, <laughs> like like Monster Hunter was always fun to me, but I understood. I have a high tolerance for stuff like that. Okay. But seeing all these people like yo, this shit is fucking fun. I am in this like. As soon as this game come out, I'm buying the shit. Now, I never liked Monster Hunter because of the obtuseness. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, the PC version of this is getting is a, is on a delayed release, which bums me out. Well, it doesn't bum me out because now I have the benefit because I've, I don't like Monster Hunter games. So now I have the benefit of seeing user reviews mm-hmm. to to gauge my interest by. Yeah, you know, but um, greatly enjoyed it. I did the three hunts that's included. There's like a bonus hunt that I just couldn't beat. Is um, one of the famous monsters, Rathalos, and I was like, I can't fucking beat this guy. Now with these games, like. But is, it, but is it possible? Sorry, no. Go ahead. By myself? Is it possible? Yeah, I'm not that good, honestly. Why? So with these games, like I played the 3ds version mm-hmm. briefly. Mm-hmm. So like, you fight the monsters, you get items to build better mm-hmm. gear and stuff like that. That's pretty much the objective. That's of the that's game. the loop. It's okay. Diablo. Yeah, is is you fight the monsters, get certain um, get certain materials to build an axe, then you fight them again, get to, certain materials to, to build to a chest, yeah. and to to build up your I, set, you build up your set and do it all over again. It's that's. It's a repetitive loop, but it's a it's a good loop. I I like that loop. Um, now the previous Monster Hunter that were on home consoles, um, did they have any kind of multiplayer to fight fight against each other or no? Fight against each other like yeah. PVP? Yeah. No. You think this is this is that in this game? It, it wouldn't work for this game. Okay. It's. I figured with a loot system like that, mm-hmm. you were like, okay, let's compete like. Have people compete against each other? No. Okay. Your loot games and PvP don't really go very yeah. much together. And what I do like about it is it is it is a cooperative game. You can play it by yourself, like you know, like Diablo. But these games are the most fun when you guys are coordinating together. Like, you have a hunting horn over there um, buffing your characters. You have a sniper on the side, like, doing pot shots. And it is so fucking fun. And they... I get why Street Fighter was the way it was. Marvel was the way it was because their budget went into this game. And like, again, like if you if you heard what they did to Marvel Infinite's budget, mm-hmm. you'd be like, well, you know, they can only spare this much because Monster Hunter was there, Monster Hunter. You know, and poured all their money into. It sucks that they did that, but I think they made the right decision. No, it feels like it kind of feels like Monster Hunter is cannibalizing everything else. Can you wrong them though? Well, they did the same thing with Lost Planet. The game was ass. Mm, they they yeah. they ran their budget into Lost Planet and it failed. It didn't. It didn't yeah, it wasn't good. I'm not I think, saying I think, that Monster I, Hunter I, I is think on Monster, that level. Yeah, Monster is a little safer. I yeah. would hope, especially when you have. It's three, already established. Yeah, you have three tiers. Also, you have the PC, Xbox, and the the PS4. Well, version. maybe this will get Capcom back on their feet a little bit because I really never, hope so. They never dearly did recover from that Lost Planet failure. No. No, no. And Not even made, only Lost Planet. Like, three games for that, right? Um, Dead Void. Uh, no, oh, Dark Void. void you know Lost the subtitles Planet. too? You're good. Huh? <laughs> you know the subtitles are good. <laughs> it was something... Fuck, what was the third pillar? There was like three pillars they did. The Western the, stuff. I thought the third pillar was supposed to be Dead Rising. Maybe Dead Rising. That kind of got that But that one yeah. wasn't... I mean, I don't like it, but it was it was pretty successful for yeah. them. Uh, it was successful enough for them to yes, make... Four. Four of them. And, a big and people still like them. Yeah. They, they, they tapered off. But um, tapered off as soon as it came out. <laughs> uh, absolutely enjoyed this beta, and the only reason I didn't pre-order it, like, buy it from the store, because I was like, ah, let me. This is Capcom. We're still talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so let me let me fucking wait a little. Now bit. this is this is this is Capcom's money. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's I mean, it's not poverty, Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> the, man, what, when Capcom is at its. At its peak, mm-hmm. they fuck their art and their their sound design. Like when they when they put put time at the yo Sony. when they, mm-hmm. they follow they fight. Other than like maybe Nintendo, that is like one of the few companies that when they fire they fire on all cylinders. But you can really tell like oh, oh 
the rest of their stuff is completely yeah. half-assed. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. It's not hard to spot at all. And, like, Street Fighter's getting better, but... They're still like, it was a sacrificial lamb for my The problem with Street Fighter Five is that there's core issues with the game that you just can't fix. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much the only other game I was playing other than uh, the game me and Dre are both playing, but I'll let him talk about that one. I don't play games. <laughs> yep. Are you me? <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, Anthony. Sir. What do you got for us? So... Um, you guys inspired me to go back to Neo. Oh. So, you know how you always make fun of me for not going back to my old games. I actually went back to it. You made fun of you for not beating games. Yeah. That too. Yes. <laughs> um, Still waiting on that Chrono Trigger. <laughs> That'll never happen. Damn right it won't. Xenoblade. Give me another five years. Xenoblade will never happen. That's not going to yeah, happen. This, I'll wait till I get this one that's, that's out now. That'll never happen either. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, so, I restarted on Neo. Mm-hmm. And... Even though it's only the f- I only played through the first stage so far, but I feel like because I've had a little taste of the whole Dark Souls type of game, it's like mm-hmm. I'm understanding the game more, understanding the combat system more. Yeah, you can go into it with more knowledge. Yeah, yeah. like even the the last boss. I mean, like I said before, last time I was on the podcast, I had help beating the first boss. This one, I first time I fought him, beat him. Mm. Okay, pattern recognition. So for me now is like. I don't mind difficult games. Yeah. But I feel like it kind of like makes me not want to play them as often. Because of your time. Yeah. But now that I ran through, like I ran through this first stage so quick and collected everything in mm-hmm. the game, this first stage, I'm like, okay, maybe I'll, you know, play it more often. Until you got to the second boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so obnoxious. I, I went back to it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I found some windows, easily spotted windows that uh you exploit. Yeah. Mm. So now she's slightly less obnoxious. And you know you gotta abuse your living weapons. Yeah, mm. I I you forget about that them. in the game. That was the problem when I was doing it. I was active. Anytime I activated my uh, living weapon, she would hug me. Uh, oh, and that was not good. No. I use living weapons like I used to use a uh, flashman's weapon and quick man. <laughs> Get it down halfway, and then activate flash. Okay. Yeah. That's the way don't, to do it. Don't front load it. Yeah. It's just being wasteful. <laughs> so, like, I that's all I've been really dabbling mm-hmm. with. You didn't finish Shadow War? No, I am close to the boss, but it's like, I'm so I'm enjoying that game so much, and there's no, I don't believe there's any DLC for it out at the moment. I'm no. not really rushing. Yeah. So I'm pretty much going on doing side missions. So I'm still playing it, dabbling in it, but I'm not like doing the main story first. I feel like that game came out and nobody's talking about it anymore. Nobody's yeah. talking about it anymore. But you know what? The same thing happened with the first one. No. What? No, you know, that was the best year. That was the best game that year. That was yeah. a terrible year, but what, was it 2014? Something like that. Yeah. It, it, that, that one game of the year. For, it was that in um, Dragon Age, I believe, Inquisition. I mean, I, for, for me, it's like. Eh, I guess. Mm. I mean, but don't mind talking about it because there's so many things coming out this year. Yeah, it is. Well. So much better things. Exactly. <laughs> like, I love the game, but I'm not going to lie that there's not better things yeah. out to play. Yeah. I still want to play 2014. 2014. September 30th, 2014. Mm-hmm. So, People yeah. love that game when it came Oh, my God. I'm just dabbling in that and just pretty much just waiting until I buy the Switch, pretty much. Yeah. yeah so I'm not... Join us. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. 
what that's about it I got this week. Well, all right. Joe? Well, in the spirit of going back to things, <laughs> I went back to Metroid. Oh. After being prompted by somebody. Or more like threatened? No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It did kind of feel like a threat. Brace yourself, guys. What? There was no threat. There was no threat. <laughs> it still felt like it. Yeah. Um, I forced myself to play a little more. Okay. Still don't really care for it. It still looks like garbage. Mm-hmm. And they don't really care for the way it controls. And like the the puzzles, the, not the puzzles, the puzzle platforming, I guess you can call it, mm-hmm. doesn't seem, it just doesn't gel with me. But I I think I can tolerate it enough to get through it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, after I got the, uh, the various suit, things kind of gel a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a bit. So maybe if I give this more time. We'll see what happens. You know, I, I'm seeing some things where I'm like, oh, I can't do this yet because there's some thing here that I can't do anything with, so mm-hmm. I'll leave a map marker and come back to it or something. Which, are, those map markers are useless. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> I, I was like plopping them all across the map. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back here yet. Nope. I actually missed the high jump boots because I was exploiting bomb jumps. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because I'm like, oh, I can't get here. I should just bomb jump. That's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed the high jump boost. And I got to a part where I'm like in a in a, in a a tight corridor where I just can't. It's just, just out of reach. I'm like, how do I get up there? Mm-mm. I must be missing something. <laughs> I just couldn't do it because I'm like, I can't bomb jump. And I can't spider ball. Mm-hmm. It's with these stupid air vents. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Just make it. Just make sure. I make it zero fun for me, guys. I, 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 there are some points in that game that that's it, not fun. It, like, that's right. That feels me, it, arbitrary. It drives me crazy. Like why do that? That they restrict you like that. Yeah, I, I will absolutely agree with that. Like, have you um come across the red vines yet? Yeah, with the that I needed the lightning. The, yeah, it's which like, is why not obvious that I needed <laughs> that. You know, like that lightning armor is just so. It's it's do nothing. It's it's there it's there to help you get past stuff that they arbitrarily put in your way. No, it 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 fucks shit up too. The mail the I, melee on it is ridiculously yeah. good. And you know what? Melee bothers me. I'm gonna say it. I it, agree. It, it it bothers me. A I lot. agree. I, I I like the fact that there is a melee in it, but you play the game differently. Shoot? You, really you don't do. shoot. You wait for them to attack you or just get out the way. Until you get better weapons, then you don't care. Yeah. So I, when you have the plasma beam, you don't care if these things. That's are the end of the game. Yeah. Okay. You get most of your upgrades before the end of the game. Yeah, very shortly before the end of the game. If I remember in, in Metroid, who you get the space jump rather early. Mm. It's a, I I believe it's a little later than rather early, but it is certainly not the last thing you get. Yeah. You you do get it with a lot of time in the game. Mm. So I do plan on going back to it and uh, eventually finishing it, just if only out of obligation. Because you're the Metroid guy. Yeah. <laughs> and who but, has played two? Uh, played, and beaten two. played and beaten two here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I do feel like I'm obligated, but I'm not particularly enjoying it that much. I'm very curious how you're gonna um, feel about a certain boss in the game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm very curious about that. Me too. That boss is great. 
Yes. I, I, when, think, I when, think that's one of the best bosses in, in, in the series. Game, period. Yes. He is rage inducing though. Oh yeah. <laughs> but once you beat him, <laughs> I had to not throw my 3DS because I'm like I felt so like elated. But like I started to see these uh these blocks that the baby Metroid yep. removes for you. I'm like if I didn't play Metroid 2 and you finish Metroid 2, I would You not, have no idea. I would not be ignoring this now. I'd be trying to find a way around it. Exactly. Yeah. You exactly. can get around some of them, too. Some of them. But not all of them. I didn't so know. Some, some of them are just barring easier methods of getting around. I didn't know anything about that until I got to the point where I could take care of it. Yeah. And I was like, what? I, I stood in a room at one point for like 15 minutes like, what the fuck do I have to do to what get rid of this shit? Like, yeah. I was doing every trick yeah. I could. I could oh, you, you didn't know about the Metroid Two thing prior to getting to it. I I hadn't. The, I original, knew what the Metroid, Metroid did in Metroid Two, but I have not actually seen it. Okay, all right. Yeah, that, so. that that game that game is that game is a Metroid that just does not let you play Metroid. I agree. I agree with that. It, it's more it's more fusion than super. <sighs> even I feel like even fusion was less restrictive than this. Ooh, yeah. That's saying a lot, actually. I mean, it's pretty much following the flow of two, so yeah, hmm. pretty much. So I mean that that, yeah, but fusion allowed fusion like didn't restrict your mobility with like air vents, <sighs> fucking air vents, and and like they give you the spider ball and immediately cover every wall in slippery slime. Like thanks for that. <laughs> Design your game better. Like, I kind of wish they took out the slime and put a meter on the spider ball. If 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 no. I had to choose between the two, no. So you rather the slime? I rather enough. I rather like they design their game better so uh. that they don't have to do that. That's what I. That's what I want. Whatever. Well, coming well, from somebody that played uh, Mirrors of Fate, I was about to say that. <laughs> if you played the last game Woo! that they did, that game was. Gar- this I, is a magnum opus. I beat that game. That game was bad. Yeah. And I'm playing a lot with. I'm playing a lot of Tekken Seven online. Cool. I got a. I didn't know you could bowl online. <laughs> oh god, I got like so good. I got like a competitive <laughs> itch, mm. but I really, really hate when I lose. Not well, not just when I lose. Well, you learn nothing from it. When I lose, learn nothing from it. I felt like I should not have lost. Yeah, <clears throat> as I get like, I get really self-critical whenever I mm-hmm. you know, perform poorly. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the way I feel when I don't do as well as I think I should. So I find myself avoiding competition. That's why I stopped playing Overwatch, why I stopped playing Fighters at, at all. But I feel if something is compelling me to play Tekken 7, even though I'm like, know that I'm just going to go into like a rage-induced fit of anger. I was thinking about this the other day because... Um... I was thinking about Battlefield Bad Company 2. That's what mm-hmm. my favorite online shooter ever. Yeah. And win or lose, I always have a good time with that game. What is the design difference in like when you lose, you still have a good time, as opposed to like when I lose and like fuck, this was this was a waste of time. When you feel like you have an opportunity to challenge the other person. Mm. You know, when when you feel like you're what you're doing is effective. Yeah. And you can progress towards your goal. And granted, yeah. a, a team-based shooter is... A squad-based shooter is way different than a yeah. d- 1v1 yeah. Overwatch would drive me crazy because I would, you know, just get 
sniped off, mm-hmm. have no agency there. I'm like, well, I, I couldn't have done anything about that. Yeah. You know? So that's that was frustrating because of that. Yeah, but I keep getting... In second, I'm getting matched against people who have, like, several hundred wins. Oh, the match like, matchmaking is this bad. The matchmaking is a little... Because it's on PC, so there's a lower yeah. population generally, Probably lower right? population. But it's, you know, it's... It's populous enough that I get, you know, a decent match mm-hmm. most of the time. And I'm not, you know, I'm not really good at this game. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> straight up. Oh, I'm yeah. Not really at, <laughs> I'm not really good at the game. But I feel myself learning from mm-hmm. certain things. I don't, I don't feel like I'm learning enough. Hmm. It's hard. It, it's It's hard to figure out what you need to do. Because the answers are... Not explained very well. Like, I don't know when to sidestep. I don't know what's safe on block, what's mm. punishable. I was about to say, you have a whole other dimension as opposed to, like, a, right. a flat yeah, plane. Yeah, I, I've, I've figured out my character. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've really, like, gotten the hang of, you know, Geese Howard since he's been released. Mm-hmm. I can pretty much, you know, think of, think of a button combination and know what's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Like, every single button combination I have utilized and... Done in a ma- on purpose intentionally, mm-hmm. so I fig I figured him out. But that's a tenth of how to play a fighting yeah. game. Yeah, because you got to figure out the other characters. Now I have to figure out how to fight everybody. Else. Everybody else. <laughs> everybody else. You know, and they all have so many different moves. I'm like, I don't know if I can punish that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a high. I don't know if that's a low. I don't know if that's mid. What do I do? So obviously, a fighting game with more characters is better. Yes, but is it better? For certain games, it is easier to figure out mm-hmm. what you can do um, because there's like fewer there's like fewer moves per character. Mm-hmm. But again, like Tekken, there's just so many. You look at that that the character like eighty something. It's ridiculous. Moves. Yeah. I look at that, I'm like, my eyes glaze over. And I'm like, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking play bowling. Like if like say if in Street Fighter, someone comes up and he oh he dumb. He just came up to me and pressed roundhouse. And he has, he has a lot of recovery on that. I can probably punish that mm-hmm. with like a simple combo. You know, I press a button, do a special move. Easy, mm-hmm. right? Someone hits you in Tekken with like a, like a three-punch combo or something and you block. You're like, can I, I, can I continue blocking? I don't know. <laughs> do I block low? Do I block high? Do I counterattack? What do I do? And there's like a depth there that is fun in a way. Mm-hmm. Where you have to really stay on your toes and understand the opponent you're fighting, because they they because I fight because the rematch system in this game is like really rapid, really really quick. Okay. So even if like sometimes you're not having a good time playing as a guy, you just want to keep going because it's the quickest way to get a rematch. Mm-hmm. So you start seeing patterns and you start downloading like. Yeah, thinking about what you can do mm-hmm. and then they're doing the same things. So you got to reconsider your game plan. It's it's fun to play like that, you know. It it feels like it's a learning experience. You're also more comfortable with Street Fighter and its characters. Very much more comfortable. This <laughs> so, is like, this is a, you know, I'm I'm on a. You're jumping into the seventh yeah. entry of a of a fighting game. I'm in a, I'm in like a foreign land over here, you know, <laughs> with like a familiar guide, I guess. <laughs> but I'm, not from Street Fighter. Not from Street Fighter. <laughs> but I'm feeling it. I'm I'm really feeling it, and I just want to play more. Mm. But in a way that I don't want to just get blown up and stomped out. Because that, that I don't learn from. 
I, le- I learned like not to play those people. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, if I want to get there, yes. Yeah. Eventually, but right now, <sighs> but you gotta get blown up. I, yeah, I gotta get blown up. I gotta get blown up, but I gotta get blown up in such a way that I realize what's happening. Mm. If I don't realize what's happening, I learn nothing. Do you re? Um, do you record the matches? I could. Oh, well, but maybe you should. I could. I guess I could do that. Yeah. But I could, at the same time, I can just watch high level play and see what they're doing. That might be more useful because I can, you know, see how they're responding to things rather than you know, see how I'm not responding to things. I might get more information. But but high level might be just a different ceiling. The best way of learning fighting games is to play against other people who are just as good or as bad as you are. Oh. You know, and then grow with them. Okay. Of course, you want to challenge yourself every now and then. Mm -hmm. You want to see what you can do. But that's really the best way of doing things is to grow with somebody else. And then once you and then once you learn everything you can learn from that, then you move on to the next plateau. Okay. So watching those high-level plays will do a disservice then? Not really. Because mm. then you can adapt that. Into your place? Into, yeah. Okay. You know, if you don't, like, if you understand why they're doing it and not just mimic stuff that they're doing. Yeah. That, that level of understanding needs okay. to be there. And this is this is why fighting games are unpopular. Yep. It's <laughs> a lot of work to be yeah. decent at it. Not even good, just decent. Just decent, yeah. So mm-hmm. the crazy thing about this fighting game thing, mm-hmm. so add the fr- Joe's frustration to somebody that doesn't play fighting games, right? Mm-hmm. Then add to the fact that you have to learn. Joe already, he plays fighting games for a while. Mm-hmm. Somebody like me now. Okay, you have to learn a character, learn the do's and don'ts, learn spacing. Oh, spacing is really important. All of that plus on top of what Joe is worried about. And this is why... Plus the other roster. Other roster. Not to mention the execution barrier. Exactly. Uh, thank you. Then there's the whole set of instincts that you just kind of get from being a fighting game, game player, player in general. Yeah. Like, I have those, those instincts that I've reads. always played fighting games, but can't communicate. You can't, yes. Yeah. Your, your brain can't talk to your fingers fast, fast enough. enough. Yeah, I agree. And this is why I'll buy them. Oh, I, I will I always buy, buy fighting them, games. But... I know it's not. I know they aren't... For, I, I, I accepted that fact. They're yeah. not for me. I will always support them and buy them, but... I'm never going to get good. Ever. Ever? Ever. Ever, ever? Ever, ever, ever. I've reluctantly put cross code on the shelf. <laughs> you need uh, that 1.0, man. I do. I need that 1.0. Point, like, 0.99 is coming out at the end of this Shit. month. Shit. At the end of this month. And I've really wanted to play it. I really have. But I feel like I don't have the time I need to dedicate to it. Mm-hmm. So I just find myself just like... Loading a video and playing Binding of Isaac just to kill some time. <laughs> when's that? Uh, when's that Wizard of Ultra Wizard game coming out? It should be coming out in the next Q1. month or so. Yeah. What? Oh, it's January definitely. I thought it was. Um, I believe uh, it's. I believe it's January. Okay. Now. Wizard of Legend. What? What is that? Um, the Smash TV kind of. You know, Magica. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but cool. Fast. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. Yeah. <laughs> God, the sound in that game is, is so good. It's very. It looks very fast paced and varied, which is yeah something I'm really all about. I can't wait to play it. I hope it doesn't disappoint me like Gungeon did. I bought Gungeon for the Switch today. Yeah, Gungeon came out on the Switch. <sighs> there's, there's so many problems with Gungeon. The biggest problem is that you have to press a button to shoot. What? I, just quickly roll back. Um, 
when Joe bought it originally, problem. <laughs> when Joe bought it originally, I thought it was a twin stick shooter. Like, That's just I imme- yeah. immediately thought that. So when I played his copy, I'm like, all right, cool. Then going through the tutorial, they're like, yeah, shoot. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I know how to play twin shoot. stick shooter. Oh, shoot, then nothing's happening. Wait, what's that? I have to press a button and reload? Uninstall. <laughs> Ask for a refund. <laughs> no. Not, not to mention the, the, the infrequency of items. The... There's a lot, a lot of bad guns. Yeah. The, so the impotency of, of the items. Yeah. But the, 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 it, it just gets ridiculously too hard. To there, there is... Um, I don't know when was the last time we played it, but they put like a big patch out that uh, yeah, uh, supposedly fixed everything. They so I was like, everything. you know... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'll it's, take... it's better, but it doesn't fix everything. Okay. I, I was like, you know what? I, I do like the... The rolling aspect that you you're invincible while rolling. Yeah. Because I should always be invincible while rolling. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I was like, I'll give this another shot. What happened? I thought that was a problem with Hyper Light Drifter. Hmm. No, they didn't communicate it well. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that was my issue with it. All right, let's get to the uh, main event here. <laughs> Dre. Wow. Feels it feels good to have the main event. Uh, I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles two. Are you doing that also? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I finished it. What about you? I am at chapter six, just touching 70 hours. Fucking slacker. Yep. How many chapters? Don't, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that'll give him an idea of where he is towards don't the fucking end of the say show. it. Sorry. Um, it, go on. This, this is your, this is your, <laughs> All right. your thing. I, mm. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal Joe's line for it when I was trying to describe that this game is it's kind of like a taco salad mm-hmm. it's uh it's good you like it tastes great but you look at it and you're saying what the fuck is going on here what the fuck is going on there are so many things about this game where it's just I can't even fucking begin to like describe all the the interface is a mess the menu is a mess there are some there are fucking mechanics in this game that doesn't need to be there it like you got you want to get to the cheese and sour cream, but you got to go through the lettuce to get there. And you yeah. know, yeah. And think, why do you put this lettuce here? I normally like lettuce, but not on this. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of nouns in the game, but not a lot of verbs. Yes. And uh, I guess the way you can describe that is there are layers and layers and layers of systems, but there's really only one thing underlying underneath it. So all of these systems feel like they're piled on top of things to an unnecessary degree and yet if you don't master them if you don't master these systems you will be fighting regular trash enemies so five minutes apart i i now that i'm at a point where the combat has fully opened up i don't think it's unnecessary i just feel like they they tutorialized it i guess at the right pace okay the, the game has two problems to get to the point where you can like actually exploit combat, it takes way too long. You're not even there yet. Well, ex- yes, exactly. I just pretty much know how to do like driver combos and blade combos and fusion combos and shit like that, like re- reliably. Yes, there's a whole bunch of shit like that. Yep, just <laughs> and, words. And the game kind of teases it when you start it out, but then none of the enemies that you can reliably beat last long enough for you to like get into those systems 
and then is chap hours and chapters in where you're able to like get your third blade, which you can then exploit the system even more. Honestly, it wasn't until like maybe 50 hours in where I was like, okay, combat is fun now. <laughs> 50 hours yeah. is ridiculous. But the the funny thing is that it's it is really good and it's it, it's it's one of my favorite combat systems in an RPG. Once you start breaking the system, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's, like, it's very enjoyable. Uh, but it takes a very long time to get to that point and they don't make it easy for you to Now now breaking breaking combat should feel like you earned it. Oh, you earned it. Not just be an ordinary thing. It is, thing, it's part it of the is combat. a plate spinning simulation. But that's too long. Plate, spin, <laughs> plate spinning. <laughs> it's oh man, like there, there was a. Sp- um, yeah, I'm still trying to get good at that. <laughs> yeah. There was a particular boss I fought at the end of chapter five that kept destroying me, and I'm like, I'm over this boss's level. Like, what the fuck is happening? Until I thought about. S- Things a little differently, and like once I did, I was I shot him, I one shot him basically. And I was like, moments like that is where the combat like like excels. But like I said, it gets <laughs> there's too much unnecessary shit in this game, way too much. They have things where you have these. I'm sorry, I'm taking you. No, no, it's fine. Um, you said you were gonna do this. <laughs> you did. Uh, there are these things called aux crystals where you can slot it into your drivers, which are like Persona slash Pokemon. Your blades. Yeah. Your, yes. Yeah. Got to get upgrade drivers your, Upgrade and your armory. Yes. Okay. Simplify it for the viewers. Yeah. They're, they're blade accessories. Yes. Okay. As opposed to driver accessories. But the problem is they don't drop like that. You have When they drop, they drop as an empty thing to, and then you have to slot in these other items that you pick up over um, throughout the course of the world. Oh, Lord. That's not even the problem. The problem is you... So you have to slot things to slot things into. Yes. Ugh. And it doesn't matter the item you use. So I can either use a rare item or a common item. I will still get the same result. Hmm. So it's... Why have that system in it if it doesn't matter? Because I hope the rare item would matter. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't. At so, all. There are times when it would, but when that, you're when you're specifically making right, uh, but not a, a not Oscar. for that. Mm. They just give you a, a gigantic list, and you have it's like you have five of this, six of this, one of this, ten of these, and it says just put X amount into this. Great, <laughs> and you can decide the X. And it, it seems like it's poorly thought out. Yes, it, and it's also very encumbering at the beginning. Oh yeah, and now now at the end of the game where I have hundreds of these items, it's. Just obnoxious. Now we're starting to see why this game came out so soon. You, 100%, you can see that. This game is not polished at all. There's Rush. There's a, it was a Rush game. At 100%. Like, <laughs> technically, I was right that this game didn't come out in 20, 2017. Because, <laughs> because the it's, first, not, it's not this, finished. This patch that's going to come out that's going to make it a lot more bearable. Thank you for releasing it after I finished I'm going to beat the, the game by the time that Guys. patch comes out. I know <laughs> It's going to come out next week. <laughs> and it'll still be 2017. Yeah, you're right. Mm. That's not the only thing the patch is fixing, though. It should fix way more stuff. But it's not going to advance the time to January 1st, is it? Yeah, you're right. Uh, the game is very good outside of... Okay, all right. Like, uh, I feel like I need to clarify that. Yes, so okay. okay. <laughs> so it, it, yeah. it, it's metaing, Metacritic at about like 83 to 85? Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's fair. I think it's too high. You think it's too high? I think yes. it's fair. Yes. Low, low 80s is usually fair for a game we enjoy. 
I feel for a, for a very niche RPG, yeah, I suppose yeah, it's a bit high for a niche RPG. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I um, from people. The things that this game does right is, while the story is so far very predictable, it is told expertly. The pacing is impeccable. The characters are awesome. The music is amazing. When I'm when I'm doing the story related stuff and not worrying about the mechanics and the systems and shit like that. I love this game. It ticks off everything it needs to tick off for the JRPG yeah. checkbox. Yep. It it feels like a Super Nintendo or a PlayStation 2 RPG in 2017. That would make me feel weird. Well, it looks slightly better than a PlayStation 2. Well, yeah, 2 of course. I, obviously. Yeah. Only slightly. Only though. slightly. <laughs> yeah, not many things look good in the PlayStation 2. No. This, uh, the dock mode in this is kind of... Not very good either. No, and, um, which was she pissing off Theo? But for me, it's fine because it's well, rarely undocked. It, it it doesn't bother me because undocked, I do quests and stuff like that. So <laughs> dock mode is story mode time. <laughs> we dock it when it's time to see the story. <laughs> undocked time to do some salvaging. This game is good though. I I'm very happy that it came out that I'm playing it. So how does it stack up against uh, the previous Xenoblade games? as? Xenoblade or the Xeno games. I really don't. I really don't think, from what I'm hearing, that they are enjoying this more than Xenoblade X. You guys, you guys like gushed over Xenoblade Chronicles. You know what's X. funny though? Xenoblade Chronicles X had a lot of bullshit in it too. Yeah, a lot of dumb mechanics and dumb but systems. It, it you guys didn't seem to focus on that as much as you are in this one. Like I guess it's guys, less polished in this. Would, Never stop talking <laughs> about how much you love Xenoblade. You know what saved X? X? What saved X? Max. The fact that you could ignore most of that combat situation by just getting in your mech and, and blowing blowing shit up. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Once you get a mech, you you're almost never doing foot combat again. Which you know was only a means to an end because you're still stronger on foot than you are in your mech yeah. once you're fully upgraded yeah. in X. This game, you you don't have that. You have to deal with all of it. You know you. Every enemy in the late game is a meat sponge, is a damage sponge. They just exist for you to fight them for three minutes. And and I mentioned to you offhand that anybody who doesn't fully understand the combat system in this game is going to have either a miserable time or not finish the game. Yeah, some I by the time I reached the the end game and I I discovered a nice little set setup to basically invalidate enemies. <laughs> Yeah, to the point of, I was killing things ten levels above me mm -hmm. without much issue. Yeah, whatsoever. These things were still taking for. I don't even have to auto attack anymore. Yeah, that that that's how strong my character, my my specials recharge. I don't need auto attack. I basically <laughs> auto attack twice at the beginning of the fight. So I started doing this little thing about. I, I don't know. I haven't dubbed it anything yet, but I don't even do auto attack anymore. I just like kind of flick the stick. And it cancels the attack. It's not the actual cancel yes. attack, but like I feel like I get more damage out and more meter for my one, two, and three specials. It's it's really only effective with uh, Ira. Oh yeah, well yes, because she's fast enough for that. But right. like if I'm it's using not, an axe or something like that, no, it's not fast. It's not yet. effective with anybody else. Yeah, or any of the other characters or. Really only effective with pirate, but it is effective for charging up your specials yeah. faster. Um, but to answer your question, Ant, this is, as of right now, like I, I suppose I'm in the middle of the game, this is leaps and bounds better than Xenoblade Chronicles. Like proper, like one. Mm -hmm. 
that game, as I said before many times, that game has a lot of peaks and valleys. Like, there are amazing moments in that game, but you have to slog through a lot of shit. This game is an anime. Like, it starts out with a chapter title, and at the end of each chapter, some hype shit happens, and it just fades to black, and the chapter title happens again. And you're like, all right, yeah, let me fucking go to the next chapter right now. I agree that it is significantly better play- paced than the original. Uh, and it has a storyline unlike X, which had well, yeah. no real story. You, you made your own story in that game. So uh, if I'm rating it on that, it is better. But uh, the combat's better than X. But there's still, there's still things about the original that I prefer, prefer more about than this one. Like, I don't know. I think... I guess when you want to put it in like the terms of peaks and valleys, the peaks in X were by far greater than any peak in two. I mean, not, not X in the original. In the original. Okay. In my personal opinion, I like an anime shit though. So no, 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 no. there's <laughs> this, a lot of this game is shown in this like anime dumb shit. There's in this so game. much dumb anime shit that I love so much and it feels so randomly out of place there's a lot of things in this game that feel out of place chapter four like half of the blades because they're all designed by different designers yeah it's it's none of them really feel like they fit into the game kind of like that problem we had with mario where Mm -hmm. the some of the levels just look so drastically different yeah that you're wondering if it's even in the same game Mm -hmm. and it's a, it's the same thing here. There's just so many different art styles. Your your main antagonists look entirely different from you. They look like they don't belong in the game. Yeah. They look like they join my Nomura. Well, then that's a problem because they also <laughs> are. And that's the reason why I didn't think the game was actually <laughs> one day before it was coming out, I saw his name in the in the opening credits and I was like, "Oh no. This they're going to deliver a box to my house and then somebody's going to come and take it away from me." Because nope. Namora's name is on it. A belt buckle's gonna fall out. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this, I'm enjoying this game, but I have a very high tolerance for bullshit in JRPGs. Because there is often bullshit in JRPGs. Yeah. Espe- especially Takahashi games. Like, the, of the Zeno games... Xenogears 1 had a... It, it, you had platforming in that game. Yep, that was bullshit. Terrible was fucking platforming. Good platforming. Um, Zen- camera... Um, Xenosaga 1 existed, so that's bullshit. <laughs> Damn. 2 existed, that's bullshit. bullshit. Um, 3 was very good. <laughs> Xenoblade, yeah, it's, I spoke about that game at length. Um, X had a lot of weird Japanese bullshit in it. It's, all his games, he, need, he he's like the anti-Kojima. Like, Kojima makes, like, awesome well, stuff. Kojima front loads his bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But then you have to you have to deal with his bullshit. Single crying tear. <laughs> um, but yeah, baby. I, I should be finished with this by the time by this time next week. Okay. Yeah. Good because I need to talk to somebody about it. This is gonna be a very long spoiler cast. I mean, I already, it doesn't have to be a spoiler <laughs> cast, but. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would never end. All right, so. There's a couple pieces of news, but mostly Capcom stuff. So we'll hit that. And then uh, actually going to revisit this little tidbit about the weird Xenoblade art style Mm. at times. And weird Mario art style at times. Just weird art styles. Something like that. 
I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Let's go to the music. All right, well, you guys were talking about Monster Hunter. Looking like Capcom's throwing all the money at it. Yep. Uh, but they came out pretty aggressive, uh, announcing a whole bunch of quote-unquote new things. Asterisks. <laughs> so, uh, on the list, Mega Man 11, actually new. Huh. Uh, Mega Man X collection, kind of, sort of. Asterisks again. A Street Fighter Legacy collection with... Every Street Fighter before four in it, yes. Really? Yeah. Outside of like the remade versions, like, it doesn't have Alpha Two Gold. I don't want Alpha Three. But Alpha, Alpha Three, three is, is definitely all there. All right. All three versions of Street Fighter Three. We'll all three alphas. <sighs> well, World Tour. Some, some games. Alpha Three is one of the ones. Yes. That have online. The the, uh, the latest iterations. Yes. Of all of their respective games will have online play. There's some... Uh, let Dre finish the list, mm-hmm. then we'll talk about mm-hmm. it. All right. Uh, the Season 3 information for Street Fighter V with uh, Sagat finally returning. That cinematic was pretty hype. Nice Very cinematics. Good. Very good. Uh, that cinematic is the best thing Street Fighter V has ever done. They got uh, Sakura also returning. In Gro- a, oh, grown up. No. Sort of grown up. <laughs> sort of grown up. She... She's Slightly in, grown up. She's in business attire. She got a part-time job. <laughs> she's, she's working at an arcade. I don't know about business attire. Is it an arcade? It yeah. is an arcade she's working at. Uh, I thought it was like Family Mart in Japan or something. <laughs> okay, that's fine too. Uh, she fucking would work in the arcade. We have a remake of a remake collection of Devil May Cry. I was very confused about this. <laughs> well, there's possibly a reason for that. Remake HD well, yeah. again something. When they announced that, I was like, we already have this, I think, pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Devil May Cry there's, 1, 2, and 3 on modern nothing systems. new on it except that it's now at HD, but not in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Is 4 in this collection? No. Nope. No. That's fine. I, I while I like four, if I were to get this collection, it wouldn't be to play four. It'd be play three. Exactly. That is the number one goal. Four is not a good game. Four eh, is a good game. It's okay. Four is not a great game. Four is a good game until they give you Dante again. Then it's And dice. And then you break the game. Dice. And dice. The dice sucks. Alright, so let's talk about some of these things individually. Starting with let's start with Mega Man eleven. Uh so it's it kinda looks like it's a cross between the art style of Mega Man Maverick Hunter X and, and uh, Powered Up. And That's it. Mighty number nine. And indie flash games you see on Steam all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks like an indie flash game. You initially see on Steam. when I, I, I watched it on my phone when the announcement came out, I was like, uh, I don't really like how this looked. But then I was like, yeah, let me let me watch this again because people are talking about this, talking this up. It looks better. It looks better when it's in like a you can actually see a decent background. Yes. Like when it's just a solid like color like black background yeah. like an indoor stage mm-hmm. that doesn't look so great but you see some of these outdoor stages and you see those big blocks like, and background backdrops yeah. of the scenery and I'm like yeah it looks really nice mm-hmm. that looks really nice I can't really say the same for the actual things going on in the game that's the part that looks a lot like a flat like it, a, it, it's kind of like in the game to it's kind of like Mega Man 7 like I, I do not like the look of Mega Man 7 mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it, it's kind of like it just looks weighty in a way that Mega Man 1 through 6 didn't well you know what even though I don't really care for the way it looks mm-hmm. I'm glad they decided to go this route uh, they already did the uh, whole retro thing with 9 and 10 yeah so they don't need to do that again yes move, move it forward a little bit 
This isn't my jam, but I'm happy they announced it. I agree. Uh, I kind of wish it was another X game. I wish it was another X game too. But hey, I like like the X games went off the rails. Yeah, what what do you even what do you even bring it back to? PlayStation Two, I should say. <laughs> PlayStation One, honestly, because it should have ended at five. Yeah. Yeah. So do you bring it back to like X? Listen, they're at, they're at Mega Man Eleven. You can just drop it in anywhere you any way any which way you want. Is there eleven? Eleven, 11 is. The this last the, Mega Man. This, um, this, is the this one is. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, "Fuck, X went that far." No, X, X went up to what? Nine? Eight. Ah, oh, okay. Eight. Yeah. I was like, "Shit, I missed a lot." You can just rebrand or reboot it. My, they kind of did with the um, Maverick Hunter, which was yeah, very good. And it, and then they dropped it because it didn't sell well. Yeah, unfortunately, because it was on the Vita. That's why it didn't sell well. No, it was PSP. I mean, sure. Right. <laughs> PSP. That's why it didn't sell well, at least here. Yeah. Uh. I was the the one thought that ran through my mind was that while it's nice that they're given a, a Mega Man, I think it's about time that they actually introduce some story to connect the two <coughs> universes of X and Mega Man. Because Do you they, really want that? Yes, they exist in they exist as a progression, and it's obvious that they do. And yes, I want it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because it's not it's not like I'm asking. <laughs> them to put these games on a timeline. Mm-hmm. Or I already know where they set. I just want to know how it got from point A to point B. Okay. Without it having to just be all fan theory. In, the, in these games, do they like have like a little reference to the other game? No? Very loosely. Okay. Do you get more reference with um, the Mega Man X series to the Mega Man Zero series? That's like blatantly a sequel. Okay. But not really the OG to X. Okay. No, they're related. There's just like direct relations to. No, it. I know that, but they it's not overt in in the gameplay. Yeah, other than like Mega Man One, where you meet um, Doctor Light. Well, you do meet Doctor Light in the in the holographic tubes. Yeah, so all over the place. Yeah, in every game. Maybe that's why they're not making any any more X games. Doctor Light ran out of holograms. <laughs> no more. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> used up all the juice. Uh, I'll, I'll play it. I, I played nine. Play I played nine and ten, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Mega Man was hard. Mm, I don't think I want to do this right yeah, now." I mean, I didn't beat either of them, unfortunately. Nope, nine was really hard. Uh, I, I got pretty far in nine, but then I had to tap out in ten. I just didn't like ten. Yeah, mm. A lot of people didn't. A Splash Woman, right? No, nine. Nine was, was Splash Woman. Splash Woman. Okay, I get those. I ones, I, so. I really enjoyed the stages of nine. I thought nine was good. Nine, nine yes. had very good stages, and I thought ten did not, mm. and I did not enjoy my time playing ten. So I'm hoping it's closer to nine than ten. Uh, they're talking about a gameplay mechanic in this that kind of sounds like the X system. Oh yeah, what's that? Where typical, you beat the boss, um, one of the robot masters, and you get their weapons, but it's more upgradable. Interesting. Well, I'll hope to see more details about this really soon. Yeah. yeah we'll, I'm sure we'll get them. Right, what's the next one on the list? Uh, well, I guess we kind of talked about the X collection, so... It's the X collection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sort of. I don't know. They're individual though, not a bundle. As of right now, the wording was a little weird because okay. when they first announced it, they said it was a collection, but like Kotaku had to redact it and it was like, oh yeah, they're kind of loosely talking about selling these singly. Yeah. I don't know. If if, if I have to buy these uh, piecemeal, then I'm not really. No, into I'm not interested it. in any of them if I have to buy them. Yeah. If it was one package deal, which by the way I already have. 
on my PS2, <laughs> my Mega Man X collection, yeah. with the only bad thing about it being that it used the Saturn version of X3, which is ass. Mm. Uh, so if this gives me the Super Nintendo version of X3, I could consider something. Yeah. But outside of that, I have no interest in buying these individually. I already have yeah. them as a collection. And that was my biggest issue with the base Mega Man collection games that they put out. Uh, the Legacy. Like, I'm gonna, we're going to bundle up one, two, one through six and then seven and eight or whatever it was they did. Seven, eight, nine, ten. And there was already a Mega Man bundle that had one through eight. Yeah. So why are you doing this? Like <laughs> years later, we 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 know it's Capcom, <laughs> yeah, and they, that's and they're just trying to stretch the last. We've been talking about Mega Man. Man bundles and re-releases since we started this damn show. Even before then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Street Fighter. Man, oh man, Alpha. As I said before, I am not a fighting game fan, but I will buy them, and I'm buying this day One. fucking zero. It's got Street Fighter. As in the original Street Fighting Fighter. Fighting Street. Uh, sure, Fighting Street. Fighting Street. Uh, like eight different versions of Street Fighter 2, because you know there's a billion That's it? of them. There's probably more. <laughs> Alpha 1, 2, and 3, Street Fighter original, Street Fighter 3. Uh, second, second Impact? Impact and, no, Double Impact. Double, Double impact. impact. First Assault? First. Second. Street Fighter second 3, the impact. new generation. New generation, yes. Second Impact, Third Strike. I thought it was Double Impact. Double Impact was the Dreamcast game that That's had right. yeah, you're right, you're right, the yeah. original. And yeah. I always forget about the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Street, Street Fighter 3 Part 2. I remember. <laughs> I, remember I remember the first one is New Generation. Yes. I didn't forget about that one. Yeah. It was always Third Strike. And Third Strike, you just... The, third Strike, you don't even call Street Fighter 3. You just call it Third Strike. Yep. In fact, Street Fighter 3 New Generation wasn't even called Street Fighter. It was just called... New three, the new generation of Street Fighters. It was weird. Oh, okay. It wasn't called Street Fighter three, but we called it Street Fighter. But everybody knew what it was. It was a Street Fighter game that was on the PS one that I always refer to, but it wasn't drawn out like your typical Street Fighter. Like it was Um, EX plus Alpha. Yeah. Okay. And they're releasing a new game, Fighting EX Layer. Fucking dumb name. Fighting. Fucking. Oh, that was that game that you guys mentioned. Stupid name. Mm -hmm. They missed the opportunity. What? Yeah, you wanted it to be called Flex. Yeah, like these guys have ever made a game that has a sensible name. God damn it! Fighting Layer EX rolls off the tongue. Flex. You know you have sex. <laughs> that's probably what they try to avoid. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> they trying to avoid the lawsuit from Mad Cobra. Okay. Um, this Jill, is you a- always surprise me. <laughs> this is an amazing. How, how much again? I don't know how much. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. Really? This is an amazing collection for forty dollars. And it's, this, this is uh, a. <laughs> they're gonna have online uh, online play available for each of the latest iterations mm-hmm. of the respective games, like being Third Strike, Street Fighter Alpha Three, uh, Super Turbo, and uh, Fighting Street. Fighting Street. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they really, if you really want to play this game online, yeah. um, they they promise it's gonna be arcade perfect, but this is being. Uh, produced by, well, made by Digital Eclipse. Mm-hmm. Which did other Capcom stuff. They did some other Capcom stuff, and some Mega Man Legacy stuff, and some Disney thing. I, I personally have heard anything bad about those. I hear, from what I understand, they emulate things. Okay. So I think this is going to be running off of emulation software. Which, oh, emulation perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, God, this really hinges on good netcode. This, this is the first time you've seen Alpha 3, and... 
pretty much any of these Street Fighter games on PC. On PC. On it's Steam. Come, it's come on besides, every console. Besides other than Fightcade. Yeah. It's coming out on every console. This is... Well, remember that Street Fighter Street Fighter Three had a very large PC following because of uh, the emulation and GGPO. Mm. Yes. Well, I don't think this will be using GGPO. That being uh, netcode that it was made popular by the <laughs> playing Street Fighter Three by emulation <laughs> software on the PC. They might maybe have like a bastardization version of it or something like well, that. Well, the re the re release of Third Strike on the consoles a few years ago. Is using GGPO. Mm -hmm. Yep, and it worked pretty well. Yeah, so it's janky if you don't know what to expect, but when you understand it, mm -hmm. I think this is probably going to be using Capcom's in-house rollback that code. Is it good? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Capcom isn't really known for good net code. And knowing that these are kind of re-releases, so their priority probably isn't on this as opposed to Street Fighter Five. Or Monster Hunter World, where well, we already know the priority yeah. is. Uh, they certainly don't have any. Uh, they certainly don't have anything invested in Marvel, because <laughs> they had that Marvel tournament, and it just sort of ended. And it's like, okay, thanks for coming. See you guys later. Shit. And just like started pushing people <laughs> off the stage. They, they even moved the the channel that it was being broadcast on from the main Capcom channel to some nobody random knew, channel that nobody knew nobody existed. Nobody knew the grand finals was happening when Marvel's going on. I didn't even know it happened until you just said so. Marvel's dead. Shit. Marvel's dead. We all thought Marvel would die because there would be no new Marvel games. But Marvel's dead because there's a new Marvel game. <laughs> dead. Uh, dead game. I feel bad for the people that bought the Switch version of Street Fighter 2. Also for $40. Uh, I feel like that was them well, testing something. And it sold very well on the Switch. I, I don't I don't feel bad for them because They deserved this. They deserved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm really happy Three Fighter Three is coming to Steam. Mm. I've had like a weird itch to play Third Strike. Okay. This isn't cross play, cross um, I really doubt it. That would be amazing. Yeah. If all four of the consoles could cross play together. Well, we already know that Sony's not in on it. Yeah, Sony's like, fuck you guys. Yeah, you're asking for We're winning this year. Yeah. <laughs> or in life. <laughs> And Devil May Cry. Well, we already got this game, unfortunately. So I, I guess. But a, right. Let's get back to the reason this is existing. Oh, the rumors. Yeah, the rumor of a fifth Devil May Cry proper. Which they have yet to announce, but it feels like they kind of already did. It's, it's, it's like yeah. they're, they're they're putting their foot in the water. Like maybe if we re-release Devil May Cry, maybe people will buy it again for the third time. So the question is, do they wish Don? No, we're not getting Oni Musha. <laughs> I don't know what that came from anyway. <laughs> Which Dante would they be using if they make a fifth one? Uncle Dante. The regular plain old Dante because yeah. Devil May Cry five is part of a would be part of a series and DMC is its own series if it becomes one. Oh, you meant like that. Oh, okay. I thought you meant yeah, like the, which, which... The crackhead Dante is not going to be Dante. <laughs> I, you... I, don't think. I, I thought it was like either bra strap Dante. Eyes <laughs> sunken into face Dante. Looking like he just came out of the rehab. It is the best Dante. Weird. Oddly know. enough. <laughs> weird, emotionally zen-like. I love make cry too, Dante. Mm. It's like, oh, I, I got everything. definitely the worst Dante. I got everything on control. It's like, no, you don't, Dante. Mm -hmm. This game is bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I want with a new Devil May Cry. I don't know either. Like I, I kind of got got that with Bayonetta, and yeah, Platinum has really like made sure that Devil May Cry doesn't even need to exist. I'm I I they want need, they, I want both of them to exist. Don't yeah. let me get don't get me wrong. 
but I just, like, I don't know. They need to do something different. Yeah. It needs to be different. But it still needs to be Devil May Cry, which is really tricky. Especially with you know, all the money going into Monster Hunter. So, good luck, Capcom, getting anything out of this. Oh, I thought he was trying to be funny with bad by saying Tricky and Trickster. You're better than that. <laughs> Are you? That was too easy. Okay. Well, remember the last time they tried to make Devil May Cry, still Devil May Cry, but different. They ended up with DMC, which still was a good game. I enjoyed it a lot. People couldn't get past the art style. Which is understandable, I guess. I guess. It, 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 at a certain point, it did kind of feel like a different game. Yeah. So, it wasn't anime enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess that rounds out Capcom. They they kind of went on a, a tear, I guess you could say. If, we, if we, it kind of... It's, just, it's exciting, because it feels like... Is old Capcom, like, are they coming back? Is, we, is it, are they clawing? We gamers are fickle, because a week ago, everybody hated Capcom. We would have thrown them under a bus. Fuck Capcom! Capcom gave us the wedding package. <laughs> something old, something new. <laughs> something borrowed and something blue. What's the blue thing? Mega Man! <laughs> Even I got that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now everybody's, oh, Capcom is back, and like... They didn't even release any of these games yet. Yeah. And these are, and these are old games. And yes, they did release any of these games. <laughs> They've released all of these games. <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. So when's the sometime next year or 2019? Whatever. Capcom timeline. I'm pretty sure most of these we'll see in 2018. Oh, yeah. They said uh, Devil Mega May, Man. Devil May Cry Collection is slated for somewhere on mid-March. They said uh, Mega Man is late 2018. The 11. 11, yes. Yeah. So they have some time to like polish that one up a little yeah. bit. <laughs> polish up by, by me, I mean like to get some of that Monster Hunter money that's coming in January. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of money, okay. uh, Nintendo's rolling in it right now. They've always been rolling in money, though. Yeah, you know, the, except for that whole like Wii U. Hey, we don't talk about the Wii U. Era, we don't like talk, we about talk about the virtual or the, boy. Or the GameCube yeah, era, yeah, that, that didn't exist, or the N sixty four era. Yeah. Hey, they haven't really been rolling in money outside of the Wii era, yeah, and the Super Nintendo Super, era. Yeah. So they've they've had a, a nice string of not rolling in the money <laughs> outside of the three DS. <laughs> yeah. DS, the DS and Game Boy family always made them money. Yeah, what can you do? They sold ten million units of Switches in nine months. In nine months, how much uh, Wii U? Are out there? Like, life to date? 13? Yeah. 14? Four years? Those are really bad numbers. That's terrible. I know, like, 13 million people. They're... What? <laughs> does does each of friend, them... Are you friends with them all on Facebook? <laughs> yes. Okay. Does each of them own a Steam game for you? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> they probably do. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> this is actually very, like... What a turnaround. So this is their best-selling system, right? No? Well, like, I mean, it's only been it's nine still, months. Yeah. Right? These are fastest-selling system for sure. Yeah. I think the Wii outpaced it. I had, honestly, I, that sounds right. Because you, you would have heard the hairline. That's a hairline. You would have heard the <laughs> headline that this was like the fastest-selling console to hit 10 console, million. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was. They, they still had some production issues. Yes. But they, they had that with the Wii as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Wii cost them nothing. I think they had more Wii's out in the wild. Yeah. Right. And there was also 
the Wii became an, like an overnight phenomenon fad. Whereas, you know, the Switch has had a very good run. Yeah, but the, it's still it's still not mainstream. It's still not a household name. Right. Yet. The the Wii basically everybody bought a Wii. Mm-hmm. Except for Joe. No, that's, I, that's no, not bought, Joe bought, bought a Wii. Bought a Wii. Oh, yeah. I didn't buy a Wii. <laughs> I just ended up with one. You stole it? No. <laughs> I bought the Wii. I remember. <laughs> it was Andre for Christmas birthday. I remember. <laughs> Great, now they all know. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is Jesus' birthday. <laughs> You're right. Happy birthday, baby Jesus. Uh, uh, this is awesome news, though. Yes. It, it's good to see that these the the, the Nintendo of last of year <laughs> is significantly different from the Nintendo of this year. Yep. Do you guys think it'll be a household, like a, a console that everybody will have? No. No. Not everybody. I, I think that it's going to basically enjoy the best success Nintendo's had. Outside of the Wii since the Super Nintendo. I think it would be their best console, but it won't touch the 3DS. Mm. And it's, really, it, it's not as novel as the Wii was, so, like, people... Oh, I don't know, man. Well, the, thing about the thing about it is, like, there's some people who've never played video games that, who saw the yes. Wii as, like, a toy they could play. That, that, that is true. So, that's, that doesn't have that appeal. It, but okay. tech-wise... Like, my mother wanted a Wii. Yeah. My mother would not want a Switch. Yeah. But tech-wise, the, the Switch is fucking cool. Yeah. Plop that shit in is on the TV. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, congratulations to them. Yeah. More sales mean more games. Supposedly. Yeah, we never know. Yeah. All right, that's that for news. Yep. I want to talk hits. about what? Quick hits. Quick hits. Yes. Want to talk about this? Uh, this thing. It's bugging me about some things with Xenoblade art style. So I just want to throw mm. it out there. Yeah. All right, so we'll pull back the curtain a little bit. We've been kicking around some art style discussions. We touched on it a few weeks ago. Uh, so let's just let's just get into it. There are some, you know, some things going on here where we have to wonder: is 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 graphics really what's selling games anymore? Or is art style more important? And but, I'm pretty sure that most of us at the table are going to argue in the favor of art style being more important than technical graphics. We are, but I think mainstream would probably say graphics. So what, what, do, you, what do they mean by graphics? Because the thing is, sometimes that, that kind of stuff is like tied in. To the art style? Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes, sometimes the art style you want to accomplish hinges on, you know, how good your shadows can get. Mm-hmm. You know, how many textures you're... you're your, your game can handle. Look at a game like uh, Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. That's a very sterile game. It's a Star Wars game. Right, but, but it needs to look like Star Wars. Yes. It's like very beautiful to look at right. technically, mm-hmm. and it fits the mold of uh, being uh, in the Star Wars universe, but it's kind of boring. Yeah, well, we kind of got that with um, a similar thing with uh, N64 games and the GameCube, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Rogue One games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those felt like Star Wars games. Yeah. They look like Star Wars games. I mean, you go back and it's probably, you know... Technically a mess. Yeah. (laughs) But style was there. And, you know... And style will always be there. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And and that's one of the things I've said I didn't like about the new Metroid game since I I saw it the Mm -hmm. first time. Mm -hmm. It's like, 
I do not like the way this game looks, both from a hardware, software, technical standpoint, mm-hmm. and from an art style standpoint. Mm. I think that the limitations that the 3DS had in the you know fidelity department, the art style that they chose for Metroid: Samus Returns did a disservice. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like it looks like butt. Mm. I think it failed in both the art style and the in the in the graphic quality department. Mm. You know, so so that it, I think it directly affects the my enjoyment of the game. This is a vi- this is the visual medium, so of course it would. Yeah, but you know what? You keep like you you used use that term before. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time we've had this discussion, and that keeps kicking around in my head. Yeah, you know this is a visual medium. Yeah. So you know your game can look gorgeous, but you know you have to then you have to worry about you know how well it runs, mm-hmm. the, the frame rate it runs at, you know, uh, um, how much how the storage space on it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just just. Performance, you know, like you, your game gets looks looks too good, your performance starts to suffer. But look, pretty much console have to, you know, pack all these shits in. Yeah, they have, they have to like choke their choke their performance down a little bit just to get them to run pretty well. Mm-hmm. So you gotta like cut back on frame rates, cut back on textures. Yeah. But back to Metroid, like mm-hmm. Super Metroid still looks good today, and it will never not look good. Yeah, there's a there's a there's like a gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you go from pixels to polygons. Yes. Where, you know, you can... Okay. KOF 13 used very, very high-quality pixel art. What's the latest KOF? Not, 14. Okay, all right. right. Gotcha. But KOF 13 used very high-quality pixel, pixel art. It looks gorgeous. Love how that thing looks. Looks absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Made SNK sell their company. <laughs> Again. Mm-hmm. It... Was a financial disaster for them. It was really expensive to make. Yeah, it's <laughs> hand drawn sprites. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, that's why you see things like Mega Man Eleven going to the the polygon thing. They can't right. draw sprites like that anymore. Yeah. There's a gap between when you go from pixels to polygons, where there's just like a drop mm-hmm. in the way things look good. Yeah, it, it's why we don't feel nostalgic for like PlayStation games or PlayStation Two games. There are some PlayStation games that look good because they're using like pixel art. Yeah, Castlevania. Breath of Fire still comes to mind. Yeah. Breath of Fire three and four. Castlevania. Castlevania, Castlevania like you just said. I personally think Metal Gear One has a certain appeal to it. It's not a beautiful game, it's but definitely not a beautiful game by any stretch of the yeah. imagination. Yeah. It did have good art style, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Um, pretty much, the vast majority of Capcom. Uh, successful early PlayStation games were mm-hmm. yeah. 2D sprite-based games. It's it's And it's really part of the charm that drew me into CrossCode. Mm. Like it, that game looks really good in a nostalgic way. Yeah. But also in like, you know, this is like a modern Kickstarter developer. Something doing fresh. Like, yeah. It feels fresh. Mm-hmm. It feels it feels nostalgically fresh. I don't know how you <laughs> make that <laughs> That could be a sense. term. You know, yeah. But remember, like make, three, make that work for you, however you want it. Remember, yeah. like three, four years ago, where like the indie rush came in and we saw all these like pixel art, and you, yeah, you kind of got tired of it after a point because it, like, it looked because good. it's like pixel art for the sake of pixel art. Yeah, they didn't have like really like that much of an art direction, mm-hmm. and along comes a game like Axiom Verge, yeah, which has a very very specific art direction, and it's like 
Gra- graphically, not mm-hmm. that impressive, yeah. but the style that they utilize it in makes it like look and feel just enjoyable in a way. Yeah, that you know, if you improve these graphics somehow, you can you know probably make it look a lot like, look a lot better. But it has a like, style it does, to it. It doesn't need to. Yeah, it doesn't need to. It what it does it does what it does well. Mm-hmm. It is one of those things like. When, like, we, we don't really have magazines anymore. Like, we have game informant and shit. But it's Axiom Verge is like that type of game. It's, it's not my cup of tea, personally, but it's that type of game where you look at it in a magazine, you kind of like pause right quick and like, wait, hold on, what the fuck is that? That shit looks good. As opposed to something like, I like Fez a lot, but Fez is like kind of that just generic, generic pixel art. Pixel art. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, that's, yeah, okay. I, I won't stop. Like, I'm browsing Steam and I'll be like, oh, okay, what, what can I play? Ugh, that's generic, that's generic, that's generic. Axiom Verge, hmm. This looks, um... Despite the fact that Fez is one of the most popular indie games that have ever been I like created, Fez a lot. I have never played it because yeah. it just never appealed to me, never yeah. called to me. I went down a weird rabbit hole with Fez, but yeah, it wasn't because of the art style. I mean, but the, for my, for me, it was because of the art style, mm-hmm. where I was just, it was just not interesting to me to look at. Yeah, I had the same problem with Wind Waker. Wind Waker, I just completely ignored because I could not stand the art style, mm. and. Sometimes, sometimes the art style just ties directly into the the, the game. Yeah, and the like, mood. Yeah, and Wind Waker was one of those games for me. It was just like I just can't stand the way this looks, and I do not think I could really enjoy this. And it goes back to that you know whole visual medium thing mm-hmm. you were talking about because like I can't stand this in a visual way. Yeah. So already you lost me right mm-hmm. off the bat. Which is ironic because that game still looks good. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it is subjectively like subjectively, yeah, it, it might yeah. not look good, uh, but techni- on a technical standpoint, it is probably the GameCube's best looking game yeah, next because of the techniques that they use mm-hmm. to hide limitations. Yeah, I mean, I, I, look, I wasn't really a big fan of the game or the art style, but I mean, it's. It, I still consider it to be one of the GameCube better Now, you know what? Games. What you just said made me think of something else. Mm. Back in back in the NES and SNES era, you had art style decisions that were used to disguise limita- like limitations of, har- mm-hmm. all, of hardware all the time. All the yeah. time. All the time. We don't have that anymore. You kind of do and you kind of don't. Mm-hmm. I think you have that in the, like the indie scene. Oh, yes. Yeah, you definitely have that in the indie scene. But mm-hmm. like in the... We could brute force everything now. Yeah, triple triple A titles, you know, look good or go home. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, spend, spend yeah. hours rendering each thing. Mm-hmm. Take, take overwork your employees to death. Release for sixty dollars. Add DLC on. That's that's the model. Mm-hmm. But like, developers with limitations yeah. tend to make better games, or at least yeah. better looking games, because they have to like kind of. That'd be creative. Yes, that yeah. That's why there's so much good music in the NES era. Yeah, it's like we gotta figure. We got three chords. We gotta <laughs> we figure, figure this shit out. out. Three chords. <laughs> it was t- Tim Felton with like a word. Tim Felton with like a word with you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever think with the whole? I never played Windmaker, but I definitely know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You guys think that they? Let's say they made the the visuals for it on a more like serious. 
type of Zelda game? You think so, it had the same meaning? In nope. Space World, um, I want to say 2000, they had a trailer uh, for a new Zelda game. Mm-hmm. That was This would have been after Majora's Mask that showed like an adult Link fight in uh, Ganondorf. And it looked beautiful. At the time, it looked beautiful. But, and that's why so much people was angry at Wind Waker because they wanted that game. That serious look. That serious look. Game. But you watch that game, that trailer now. I'll show it to you after the podcast. It is a ugly piece of shit but like i'll show you wind waker and like subjectively you might not like the art style but it still looks it good still to this day looks good yeah uh, remember when it was when it was being released mm-hmm. it looked like i don't play zelda like yeah that. so at that time i'm like yo this looks interesting it's different yes but that's i guess that's that's just from my perspective mm-hmm. um i could be wrong but it has the same kind of art style like um samurai jack or am I kind of off? Um, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, they don't, they don't really use like um lines. Yeah, for Samurai, Samurai Jack is a cartoon that used to come out Cartoon Network. They, they don't use like defined black lines mm-hmm. for anything. The characters, the scenery, nothing. Yeah, whatever the if the character, for example, Samurai Jack is wearing um what's the word you call those robes that they Samurai kimono kimono. Usually, we have a black outline, and the kimono would be like it's white or beige. Yeah. In the yeah. Show. Mm-hmm. No, there's like just the kimono, solid color, a solid color, like, yeah. whatever the mm-hmm. character scenario would be, and I like that. That was just that's different for me. Yeah, I think that's I, I love Samurai Jack's art yeah. style. I think it's very striking. Everything you look at, video games, cartoons, even like comics, it's always some kind of an outline, mm-hmm. a black outline to define. Okay, yeah, this is separated from you're, this. You're an inker. You go around the line, you trace. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, seeing that being. Um, at my younger age and seeing it now it's different because like, okay this looks it's something different for me mm-hmm. and I guess they use it as the side to try to set the tone of the mood for whatever game they're making also mm-hmm. I, I think that's pretty cool yeah but you also have art style that ties into um, aesthetic of like the, the mood they're trying to capture like for a game so, such as Dark Souls yeah yeah you know, that the art style is like very the color choice is Muted and gray and Dower, dreary, yeah, dour, mm-hmm. like a, yeah. a down type of feeling they're trying to give you. Desolate, yeah, yeah. It it, it encapsulates the uh, the feeling that the game is trying to evoke from you. You know where you're like this this world is dying, mm-hmm. and this just death and dreariness exactly. all around. Yeah. yeah, you know what that kind of reminds me of? Um, the first time I played Darksiders. Yeah. Like, I like that. I enjoy that art style because it's trying to show you, like, like Joe was saying, like, mm-hmm. the world is ending. It's like this, this, I was going to say a plague for some reason, but there's no plague in Darksiders. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's the there should be. Okay. Okay. We got it. It's funny. I actually, I, you I totally it. forgot about Dark, 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 Darksiders 3. I hate Darksiders art style. Really? Absolutely. We spoke about this before, but I never. Why do you hate it? I just hate that. Um, I forgot the artist's name. Joe Medjur. Yeah, I I hate his art styles. He is doing a new thing on Battle Chasers. Battle Chasers. And uh, I, he just draw big dudes and they just look bad but and you know what it is? garish. When I was younger, uh-huh. same thing. When I saw like, it's funny because I like Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. But when I saw Dragon Quest, I was like, eh. <laughs> which is ironic because the same, same exact same dude. thing. Yep. But I and guess. Yeah, I guess for me it was like, okay, cartoon-wise as a kid, yeah, but I don't know if I want to play a game that wasn't Dragon Ball Z that looked like Yeah. 
Because Dragon you mind Dragon Ball Z you had that art style. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I didn't mind it. With a video game. Yeah. And I actually, like, actually love it in the video game. And I didn't know and I didn't play RPGs when I was younger either. So oh, it was yeah, like yeah. what the hell is this? Yeah. There's I, there's definitely some things you can you can tell like an artist has the particular art style that they do. Like for instance, that's my favorite a, thing. Like there's been a, a Final Fantasy fourteen has had like a partnership with Garo mm-hmm. over the last year or so mm-hmm. now. Uh, and I know nobody at this table or pretty much any of our listeners has seen Garo, but Garo definitely has a distinct art style that is very unique. Mm-hmm. And like, if you've seen the last boss in the new raid they got, the Twenty Four Man Evil East raid, mm-hmm. it was designed by the, the the guy who does the art for Garo. And before I, and, and say you you didn't even know that you saw that you been like I didn't I, I oh, didn't know that going in. Okay, so I was like looking at I'm like. This is the boss that the that the guy designed. <laughs> that one right there, because like it had all like, those like disjointed moving parts, mm-hmm. just like rotated and like all right, check check out Garo's art style. Like they have a lot of mechanical things that just move mm-hmm. and like twist and reform. And I always thought that he was just a forearm fighter. Garo, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Goro. Yeah, it's Goro. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, you know what it is? After a while, you keep seeing things, you familiarize that art style with, you can always pinpoint it. Yeah. Yeah, like this artist did this. There's no way I could yeah. see Akira Toriyama's work and not know right. that he drew it. No right. possible way in my life. Like, oh, Rob Liefeld drew that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, with Magic, Dre has a favorite artist. Mm-hmm. John Avon. And he can pick out Anything any card without draws. looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just... He just you like what you like. Yeah. I, I I think that ties back to games. Like, if it's something distinctive that you could always... You might not particularly like the art style in that game, but it's like, okay, I know who did this. I know where this is coming from. I know the, like, style. You might gravitate towards that a little bit more. All right. I want to ask a question for the table. And it's mm-hmm. gonna be, it might be a little difficult because last week we had a little bit of a weird discussion about uh, game direction mm-hmm. when that award... Uh, when that award came out, right? Very nebulous. Yeah. <laughs> so how how does art style and game direction tie in with each other? Because there's definitely some tie-in there. Because you see, because you, you see, like the um, the director of Devil May Cry moved on to Bayonetta. Yes. And that 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 correlation is obvious. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can you can definitely see the the way the way it moves. It's kind of like a choreography in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's I, I, that I consider also. Part of the art art style of a video game, like the, the way it move, the way it moves, mm-hmm. the way things move around, the way the world the revolves. HUD? Or, it yeah, could, it could be shit like that. Yeah, that and like that. The, the discussion we had about direction last week, you, you said we used the word nebulous mm-hmm. because that is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But certain directors definitely have, you know, like a like a vision of what their game should look like yeah. or, or how they should at least play out or look in motion. Mm-hmm. So. Do, like, do you think like a, a lot of other directors probably have that kind of thing? Take like maybe Kojima, for instance. Yes, yeah. Kojima has yeah. a one hundred. You, if he I is a movie that, director. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, he's a, he's absolutely a movie director. But if if I'm watching something and I didn't know Kojima made, it, I'd be like, yeah, I think Kojima did something like this. <laughs> yeah. Yoko Taro, if he made yeah. something, I'd be like, Yoko Taro did. He might have done something like this. He's not as distinctive as Kojima, but there are directors out there and. Maybe, 51. maybe it's me being biased, but it's 
usually the Japanese developers. Yeah. Yes. I can't really pick it out from like Western developers that much. I'm, I, I don't want to be biased, like I said, but but I, I think that there's a lot of personality that they infuse f- into flow into their yes. games, where there's a lot more, I guess, safeness. And and, in probably, and probably red tape too. The, the, it's a comfortable the, factor. Yeah, and, and I guess Western developers are usually working with companies that they have to like you know stop stop them at every instant. Like eh, that that didn't focus um, test that well. So can you change that or, yeah. or something? Yeah, like, think of it like this: they're more willing to compromise. Yeah, when I, I, I'm just throwing it, maybe I don't I'm not sure, but maybe in uh, in, was it in Tekken Six? Mm-hmm. They redrew Heihachi mm-hmm. to have black hair and look younger. Yeah. Because the original voice actor died. Yes. Oh, that was, that was the whole story behind mm-hmm. that. Right. Okay. Uh, this That's the type of culture that they have. Like one... So yeah. if if they say, you know what? Uh, we're going to continue Metal Gear, but Kojima's not here anymore. Right? That Metal Gear is going to be an entirely different game. And that exactly the case. That's... Why the new Metal Gear game, that whenever it's going to come out, is this it's, weird survival shooter it's game. It's funny you say that, because the trailer for Metal Gear Survive came out the other day, and I watched it, and I was like, this, you could tell Kojima wasn't involved in yeah. it. It felt completely, completely different. different. And I was like, wow, it's, it's crazy how a single person can inflict this vision on a product. You could you can tell with, with Final Fantasy, for as long as Sakaguchi was involved, yeah. and then when he stopped being as involved, like, oh, there's a like shit this now. Large tonal shift. That, yeah, like his name is on ten, but mm-hmm. he wasn't really as involved in ten. His name is on twelve, but he left in the middle of twelve. Yeah, like, these games were not anywhere near what he was doing before. Yes. Everything was just completely different. And in the same token, you play something like uh, Lost Odyssey, and you feel that he was in you that can game. Feel I'm it, like, yeah. yeah, this is a Sakaguchi game. Like I. It's it's very subtle and you can't really pinpoint it, but you're like yeah, this feels like a Sakaguchi game. Or what about the Capcom Clover Studios stuff? Oh yeah, where you get Beautiful Joe and Okami, which are both like two high mark art games. Don't for forget God Hand. They were the same person, right? Uh, a lot of people have forgotten God <laughs> Hand. We're gonna forget about good old Gene. <laughs> the same person drew those games, right? Oh, it's... I honestly don't know the art. I don't. But... I'm not sure about the artist, but like. There, there was an, an, an adherence to the art style as part of the direction of the game with both of those games. The same guy that made Bane at um, Hideki Kamiya. Okay. He was in that company the as well. The thing about it, like, have you guys have you guys played a game where like the art style didn't cooperate with the actual game or well, the storytelling? You mean besides Metroid? Recently, I can't think of any from the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Where like you, you expecting something different. Than what you got? Yeah. Like, I guess Doki Doki <laughs> Literature <laughs> Club? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. It's a bit of a stretch there. Yeah. Or, like, to be not to be off the, off the question I just asked, but like, for Wind Waker, right? Mm-hmm. When I look at Breath of the Wild, for me, that's like a older version to Wind Waker. Okay, yeah. How the art, like, it has very similar art styles, mm-hmm. but it's not too similar where it's like a direct that's what they were going they were yeah. going for like that in Skyward Sword and it, I, and it's I, like a fusion of those two and I I enjoy it yeah because you're like you can kind of having an imagination or just seeing it you're like okay you can see how the transition like even like when you throw a bomb and the bomb blows up mm-hmm. the, type, the art that the smoke is in yeah it looks exactly the same yeah thing. that is true I didn't even think about that yeah. so, I mean the different different art style I think, I think 
the fact of the matter is, we play video games, man. Like, we live in a normal world. I want to see crazy shit yeah, sometimes. Like, like there's, there is a place for, you know, realistic, realism and yes. all that shit, but... When you play... No, you're right. I want to see, like, fantasy worlds and how crazy shit get. Like, we're, me and Dre is playing... Well, he's finished it, but... Yeah, we're, I we're, think we definitely do need those games that just look amazing. Yeah. And... You push know, the push but boundaries, the, but, the, but they need to look amazing, and have an aesthetic that also contributes to the way the game makes you feel. You just described Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, yeah. That game I, is absolutely I beautiful. Pra- which, yes, whose art style I praised last week, mm-hmm. and which it actually won that award because mm-hmm. I, I think that aesthetic and the design of that world is a fantastic. And it's a, and it's a technical marvel. Mm-hmm. You know what I think about that work? Even it gives you both the fantasy. Mm-hmm. And you can picture that like, if that's supposed to happen in real life, yeah. you can see that this would be exactly how it would look. Yeah. As opposed to something like Uncharted. Uncharted is an absolutely gorgeous game, mm-hmm. but it's boring. Yeah. It's the real world. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like I said, there's no, it's, I'm not saying there's no place for that. Right. There's a place for adventure in the real world. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And Uncharted tries, and try, tries to encapsulate that uh, Indiana Jones-style adventure, mm-hmm. you know, where... Tomb Raider. Yeah. Well, Tomb Raider probably did what Uncharted was trying to do better. I didn't play yeah. either of them. Mm-hmm. But like, if Tomb Raider got a high praise and Uncharted just... People say, yeah, it was good for a little bit. Uncharted is a movie, that's why. Yeah. it's 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 That game should have just been a movie. Hmm. At least since 2. Yeah, since 2. So that's what I've heard. I, I've, I've played the first one for five minutes. I didn't really enjoy the first one, so I didn't play the rest of the series, unfortunately. Hmm. But... Yeah, I, I do think it's important, but when you have these games that look technically good like reality, but I don't want to sound like I'm going to drag on shooters here, but a lot of shooters are in this area. Yeah. And outside of maybe Nuketown, <laughs> do you do you mm-hmm. remember any specific map from any specific shooter game. Uh, Modern yes. Warfare 1 had a shit yes, map. That I, was pretty fucking dope. You have you have the yeah. maps that you like. Yes, mm-hmm. that is like, true. Because every, every area in Deus Ex. Because you like playing these games. Right. Mm-hmm. Deus Ex is not quite the same though because it Deus Ex is not I'm talking about 2000 Deus Ex. Right. But I mean it's not it's it has a realistic look but the game itself is not really has a style. rooted in reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yes, you can you can see it and say, okay, well, there's some distinct stuff going now, on here. But I feel like military shooters need that degree of realism. It's to, true to, to encapsulate what they're trying what they're trying to, to do. do. Yeah, but it's not memorable, right? Because it's familiar, mm-hmm. right? You know what it is too. With a army shooter, especially in today's day and time, it's all. It's, it's let's, let's face it. It's it's a, it's a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. So for me now, it's like. I guess while playing these games and playing these these maps over and over and over again, they all kind of blend in. Like, and it's not something that you're really focused on. Yeah. Like a game like um, Xenoblade that you guys are playing, it's an RPG. You have time to sit back and just look at the scenario that's going around. around that you. game is a technical mess. It is ugly at points, technically. Really? Yes. But there are vistas in that game where I had to literally like, say Stop out and loud. Look. And I'm like, wow, yeah. this is fucked. Like... When the sun sets in that game, mm-hmm. you have to kind of pause and be like, yo, this shit is beautiful. And, like, shooters don't have that because, like, shooters, your, your main focus is... Shoot. <laughs> shoot. Don't get killed. Do your objective. Yeah. Um, 
Unless you're playing like something like Battlefield, where like you have this mass map that you're playing on. Mm-hmm. Team Fortress Two definitely had a distinctive art style. Oh right? well, yeah. You look at Team Fortress Two and, and Overwatch. Yeah, you, like, like they're, they're, they're those are more of a fantasy type of mm, yeah. cartoony. I would yeah. say. Yeah, Overwatch definitely yes. Mm. Team Fortress is definitely cartoony, but their but their art style ties directly into their uh, user experience. Yeah. yeah, and hats and hats. For example, like. You know what this the art style comes down to just even you you just if you're creating something in the game. We all we all play Final Fantasy fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you look at all our characters, they look completely different. Yeah, but there's only like four face options. But still, yeah, but mine looks the best. Yeah, you've got wizard abs. That's right. <laughs> I love the way you sit in that chair. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so glad I made that for you. So, so it's, it's, it's as simple as just creating something in the game. Mm. Creating a character, creating a stage. When you have, they have all these sandbox stuff now. Mm-hmm. Creating stages or whatnot. It's, it just shows that people have different views of things. Yeah. How things should look. I'm pretty sure if me and Dre created a, a samurai, it would look totally different. Yeah. Yeah, mine would look cooler. I doubt that highly. Could his abs be out as well? Of course. That's why I doubt that <laughs> What? Some of the coolest looking samurai, they don't have on the armor. You know what? I, I must That's agree. That's right. Yukio Tachibana from Samurai Showdown. She know much Samurai Showdown. Oh, boy. Don't even start. I was playing Samurai Showdown before you were alive. That was oh. my game. That was one. My game. That was one of the fine games I played more than Street Fighter growing up. Have you guys ever bought a game off of Art Style Alone? Product number three, PN3. Ugh, that I'm game sorry. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. But it looked, it, it had a style. Yep. Most recently, I bought uh, Neurovoida on the Switch, and I looked at it, and I was like, this art style is awesome. And me and Joe was playing it uh, like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. like Twin Stick Shooter, and I was like, this art style is fucking awesome. And just so happened to be a good game, but yeah, the art style can fail you at points too. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I've had. Oh, yeah. Usually, if I'm buying a game, it's like something that, okay. Yeah, you're going to know. Yeah. I've, bu- I've bought games. Like, th- there's got to be more just in the NES area alone. Like, this looked cool. Oh. It just didn't turn out so great. Uh, well, you box know, that, art. Let's not even talk about that. That, that, that was a point. No, I'm like, talking. I never looked at the box art. First thing I looked at when I saw the name game, back of the turn box. Turn around <laughs> and see what <laughs> it looks like. You're let's not going to trick me, let's sir. Let's see some tiny screenshot. <laughs> okay, I think I get behind <laughs> this one. Mom? <laughs> I don't think there's enough of that. Have you guys noticed, like, you guys, most of you guys buy digital stuff. But like, yeah. I like, I don't mind CDs. I'll buy a game and it has like one pitch on the back, a bunch of words. <laughs> so many words in three different languages. Exactly. Like they have the same thing in like three different languages. Like, I'll, yo. Fuck the back of the Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> X Collector's Edition back saga is just words. <laughs> like, yes. what? It's the right fuck? there if you guys want to see it's it. It's like, yo, they got rid of the booklets inside first off. Mm. They got rid of parts of the cases inside to save money. <laughs> And it got rid of the pictures on the back. It's like, yo, what's next? Don't give me a box. Just give me the CD. It's like, that was going on. Like, it's going to be like a shrink-wrapped CD. Next thing you know, there will be no pictures on the front of the CD. It's going to be like the name of the game, and that's it. And fucking bootleg marker. Right? Like, <laughs> Devil May Cry 5. Uh, uh, that box art thing, though, that, that kind of helps, too. The game looks good on the shelf. Yo, yeah, I, I, yeah, that failed me so it, many times. You, know, it, you gotta, you it gotta. Fails you, but I mean, in an era where you know you browse things in the real world instead of you know on a virtual mm, platform, mm. you gotta have that eye grabbing thing. That yeah, that's true. That true. How many times have we Metal Gear Solid Three? You know both of the box arts. 
subsistence. Which, which box art do you want? Do you want the Japanese box art with the distinctive Metal Gear art style? Mm-hmm. Or do you want the U.S. box art with Snake standing in, in a, a tree in and some trees in polygon rendered? Yeah, nah. I think they need more reversible covers. Yeah, that's oh, cool too. Every game should have a reversible cover. <laughs> <laughs> you get the Japanese version and of the, the cover and the, that, and the American version. And just, you know, pick the one you want. You know, uh, we're talking about like the Western and Eastern stuff. And it was crazy. Even in um, Super Sentai, mm-hmm. um, there was one recently where like one of the, this, one of the, the sixth ranger, he was like, he was a gold ranger, mm-hmm. but he had like this kind of cowboy thing going on. Yeah. Like this West Western thing. And like his combination with the main was like this, whatever the Japanese name was, Western. I'm like, yeah. Huh, funny. Because that's how they, I guess that's how they viewed us at one time. Yeah. Like cowboys, gunslinger, shit that like was, that. That uh, was Kyori Uger, wasn't it? Yeah. Which we translated to ninja still, yeah. Mm. yeah. I love when Japanese yeah. people try to. Um, Depict America, right. American like, stuff. Ooh. Talking about the Gold Ranger here, I am thinking he was talking about Trey for a little bit. <laughs> the Gold Ranger and Kyori Ujiro. Yo, the, the best. My favorite Ranger is that Gold Ranger you talked about. That was really good. Gold Ranger from the one um, that eventually became Jason. Oh, that one. That's my favorite Power Ranger of all time. Got Gold Ranger from Zio. I don't know the Japanese counterpart to it. Yep. Good art. Definitely. Sentai's have good art. Sometimes. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder has better art style, I think. So this guy just gets a book and all of a sudden he's a pro at Ryder art. The <laughs> Drive um, and Garo has very like similar art styles they in my do opinion. a little bit. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I remember the that. first time I watched Drive, I was like, did the Garo do it? <laughs> Fucking make these dudes? <laughs> I love the art style in Garo. It's so good. It's so good I showed it to my friend. <laughs> and because I'm like... This art style reminds me of your drawings. Watch oh, this. Oh, okay. And she liked it. Alright. <laughs> your artist still. Yeah. I forgot we we forgot to mention that. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, you are? Yeah. When are you then, gonna draw some stuff for us, man? Yeah, you can take that mantle. Yeah, I guess. So, and I'm pretty sure you have a certain way of drawing things. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the same same time like how the games are. Yep. So you're going to do art for the wrestling RPG, right? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Okay. When we get this off the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Don't worry about that. (laughs) I guess first underneath the first... You have to get it from underneath the ground first. Then off the ground, right? (laughs) Well, we need the art style, you know? You guys can... We have have the sprite work and everything, so mm, we need you to get to work, man. You're holding it up now. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Mechanics are already done. It's RPG maker. It's good. I was actually surprised to find out that... um, I guess growing up, I, I loved art. Like, I watch anime, cartoons, all that stuff. Like, I, I, I have mountains of art books at home. Mm-hmm. And very surprised to um, find out that other, like, people, like gamers as well, love art also. Even though they're not artists, yeah. they love art. They can appreciate like, it. Yes, yes, as much, if not more, than myself. I grew up, I have four older brothers. Mm-hmm. Two, two out of those fours can draw really good. Mm-hmm. I can draw really good, too. I'm just lazy. Yeah. Like, I've drawn some things from like, yo, I can't believe I drew that. Mm. It'll never happen again, though. <laughs> so, yeah. it's, it's definitely a passion. Yep. Yeah, it's a passion. So, we're pretty passionate about games, passionate about art. At least one of us is. 
Well, it's or it could mean a lot of things. Like a, draw some stuff for us, like a like a new Undertaker that we're going to. A new Undertaker. Yes, we're going to have an Undertaker style character. Okay. Ooh, I need to have some hands in that creation. No, no, don't worry. He's already he's already <laughs> ironed out. What the? F- <laughs> Where was I? Don't worry about it. In this decision. Yeah, where where were you? I wonder. Ooh, damn. <laughs> Alright, well, right, awesome. Before there's any more shade <laughs> thrown, uh, let's call it a night. Mm-hmm. So you can find us on the normal locations of SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and some other random podcast aggregators, too. Uh, I actually got us on a new one a oh, couple yeah? months ago, but I forgot the name. Oops. Great. <laughs> Great. Good job. So, uh, you said a couple months ago. A couple months ago. <laughs> awesome. Maybe you shouldn't mention that. <laughs> don't, don't forget me. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Because I almost forgot. <laughs> Think you can take me? <laughs> well, that's another thing that happens in, in Xenoblade too. You should check check that out. No, they, they're going to hear check, it. Check it out. They're going to hear it. Oh, and the spoiler cast yeah. is how we're going to start the episode. <laughs> Think you can take me? Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, and find us on evilavatar.com. Well, Joe's agitated. He's go home. So it's, it's really late. 4205, <laughs> cast off. Don't forget me. Think you can take me? <laughs>
Young John! Defense Red Red Be here! 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 Be here!